on the overview of the way of the year and then we'll go into the message. You all recognize with me that I always tell you something. When you come to the month of, of December every year, I have instructed every one of you and taught you that from October every year you must sit down and appraise your life so that you are really truthful to yourself. What's your life worth and all, all what your life has been involved in the year. And the targets you set at the beginning of the year, those that you were able to achieve and those that you could not achieve. Alright? So that you can now plan your last quarter of the year very, very effectively. Not only that, I taught you that during that October also to November, you must begin to seek God concerning the new year so that you can have understanding of your life for the new year. Many people enter new year just ignorant and things happen in their life that they did not understand. And this has been the norm of many people who go to church on earth. But it should not be so. A child of God must hear God's plans and see plans of God for his life before those things manifest. The book of Deuteronomy 29, verse 29, it says the secret things belong to God and things revealed belong to who? It belongs to us. Is this the general, the, 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 what headquarters are you, by the way? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> this is the commercial headquarters, international headquarters. Eh, I'm coming from general headquarters now. This is the international headquarters, yes? Okay, now international headquarters. And you are not, you are not having early morning uh, meeting. That is 7 a.m. that I, I can introduce you to coffee break. Are we together now? So when I say you should read the scripture, I want to hear. The Bible says, blessed are they who read aloud the word of this prophecy. Book of Revelations. Now, let us read Deuteronomy 29, 29 together, shall we? You see, all these things that are dripping here, they should help us do something to them. They are blocking our sight, isn't it? All men, we will get a scaffolding in cathedral. It will be delivered on Wednesday. All men meet apostle here on Thursday. Evening. So that you are back from work. Come here at 6. For 7 o'clock prayer. We finish 7 o'clock prayer. We'll climb and we'll sort these things out. Agreed? Look at the mouth of the men and say amen. You women, say amen to the men. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, let me help you understand something. The secret things belong to who? Come on now, speak out. To God. And things revealed belong to who? Good. That's what I want to hear. It's not just to you. Things revealed belong to you and to your children. Hello, somebody. Which means that the fathers can hear and the children can hear. Now, let me ask you something. At the beginning of this year, I stood among you and I told you things that will happen in various nations, including who we win in America. I told you for many years what will happen each year 
to time in different nations. And those things happen. One of our members in, 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 um, in uh, Germany is a lawyer. He's been a lawyer for 27 years. He joined the church just about two months ago, three months ago. And when I went to Germany, the first time I will, he will meet me in Germany, as I ministered, I said to them after I finished ministering, I said, you know, the problem of America that is going on, I said, look at you guys, write my words down. Trump will be the president because God had elected him to rule that country. And I said that even if man don't vote for him, angels will vote for him. And I said to them that you don't need to pray for America. That is what has been predetermined by God. Now, this man, when Trump won, do you know what he did? He called the leaders. He came to church. You know, I mean, a practicing lawyer. He's one of those argumentator lawyers. That's the kind of person he is. He came to church and told the church that I have been going to churches in my life. I've never spent 30 minutes, uh, more than 30 minutes in any church. Is that because when I went to those churches, from beginning to the end, is money. He said, I'm a lawyer. I cannot be fooled. He said, when I sit down and they begin to talk, I will tell myself that this one doesn't have the better reasoning. I can reason better than him. He pack his load and go. So he came to a place that he doesn't go to church anymore. He said, when Apostle came here, he said, he said, to me, he said first, when I met a, a, a Pastor Adisa, the first day I, he preached, I stayed in the church throughout the service. And I said to myself that this is not me. I said, let me come the following week, whether it was a mistake. He went the following week. He said, the word of God I had. And he said, then Pastor Adisa was talking about his father, Apostle Williams, his father, Apostle Williams. He said, who, 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 is, the, who is this Apostle Williams? And he said, okay, I will make sure that I'm here until that Apostle Williams will come. And he now said that now Apostle Williams came. And then <coughs> he said to me that, he said to them that when he preached, I could not move. And then he now said, the unexpected will happen in America. He said, when he said that Trump will win, I said, I will see whether this will happen or not. You know that kind of person. So he said, now, Trump has won. As the servant of God said, he now said, everybody who had left this church, I'm going to their houses myself, one after the other. He took their list and their addresses. And he went from house to house. Back, 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 back. You are Mr. Such and So. Yeah, I'm from Christ of Participator called Abanaku. You were going to there before, isn't it? Yes, I'm there now. What made you live there? He said, he told them that, you tell me the church you have been going, how many times had God spoken there and tell me what God said that came to pass? He said, they're looking at him. He said, look, you better come back. You better come back. Then he went to the next church. The next church, back, 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 back. He started going from door to door telling them. He said, I told them I found a man who I can say is a man from God. Because the things that he said God said happened to detail. He said, you cannot leave that kind of a place to anywhere. Where have you been? Come back. When I went last week, they were all back. One of those who came back came with seven people on my first meeting. The first day. The second day, he came with another seven people. Listen to me. That lawyer, when I finished ministry on, um, on uh, uh, Sunday, 
He came to me in my room, in the room where I was, and he knelt down. He said, I want to ask you some questions. I said, stand up, sit down. He spoke with me for an hour, asking various intellectual questions. But you know, I love things like that, because the most intellectual book ever written is the Bible. It's not meant for fools. It is meant for intellects. Those who read academics are not intellectual. They are only lettered. Those who know mysteries of the Bible are the intellectuals. Because the letter kill it. <clears throat> but the word giveth life. And we spoke for so long. And you know what he said to me? He said, I want to be like you. He said, for the first time in my life, I can say Christianity is real. That God speaks to man and those things happen. He said, I want to be like you. And I said to him, you know, the Bible says in the book of Matthew 28, verse 29, verse 19, and Jesus says, all powers in heaven and earth have been given unto me, therefore go and make disciples. And I said to him, to be like a, a, a person, you have to be a disciple, isn't it? A disciple looks at his instructor. A disciple wants to be like his instructor. A disciple obey all what his instructor says. And in this church, whenever, you know, as God Reveal things to me about the whole world. I tell you how I get the revelation. A, a disciple will not take the word of his instructor literally. He will execute everything said by his instructor. Because a disciple must be like his instructor. Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. Look, 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 let me say something to you. God does not, uh, God has not stopped speaking. Since creation, he says, I reveal myself to those who seek me. In the book of Jeremiah 29 verse 12, he says, and you will come and pray unto me, and you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I shall understand that. That's a triple bullet. You will come and pray to me. And you will find me, and I shall be found by you. He said, you will come and pray to me, all right? And I shall be found by you when you seek me with all your heart. It's very easy to hear God. Let me ask you a question. If I ask you now, every one of you, how many, how many of you have been asking God about your life for next year? Before now. That, Lord, I'm entering a new year. I never know. You are the one who created 2017. What is your plan for me? What am I to do? What should I do? How will it be for my life? What about my family? Now, if you have not been seeking God for that up to now, and you now bring a request on the 31st, asking God to rubber stamp things you crack from your brain, that's the reason why many people are not answered. Because Jesus says, if you stand before a door, for a thousand years without knocking it, you will remain there for a thousand years. That's why he says, when you get before a door, what do you do? Knock, and the door shall be opened unto you. You cannot open a door by wishing that the door will open. He says, ask, and you shall receive. You cannot believe to receive something without asking for it. He says, seek, and ye shall find. If you don't set your mind to gain an understanding, you'll never get it. Every 
every knowledge is cheap and easy. Those who find the knowledge are those who turn their heart towards that knowledge, to seek that knowledge. I have proved to you in this church that there is no cause in this world that is hard. I was, I was watching on television this year, and I, I saw a woman at the age of 60, she decided to go and study medicine. All right? She finished her medicine in five years, and she qualified. At the age of 67, she was practicing. All right? She never did science. Really, she did banking. And she got to the top in her banking career. And at 60, she withdrew. That tells you that age is not a barrier to discovering destiny. Are we together now? Therefore, understand. If you do not set your heart to gain understanding about your life for 2017, why at this time many people are downloading information from heaven? It will seem to you as if, well, whatever may be, may be. But every one of you who have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Romans chapter 8 tells me that the Spirit of God lives inside you. Yes? And on Friday, we were here for about uh, two hours. I was teaching you on Friday, helping you to understand that what a man is in conduct is a virtue of what he is in his mind. Because chapter 8 tells us of Romans, if you begin to read from verse 5, you explain it better. And it says that the carnal man, okay, set his mind on what that flesh desires. It says when the people behave like the people of the world is because... You set your mind on carnality, so the function of your life will be carnal. And it says when a man sets his heart to spirit, then the manifestation of his behavior will be spiritual. Which means, therefore, as a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. Amen? Therefore, if you have not... Sat with God to investigate your life for next year. I, you have a few more days to do that. Let me just help you see this. This is the calendar of Christ with Tabernacle 2017. Let me help you with a template. How did this calendar come to be by now? From October, I sat down to look at my curriculum. By the way, I finished my core modules on Friday with a distinction. <coughs> So nobody can tell me stories about uh, single markets or Brexit. I think I can lecture the cabinet now when it comes to the issue of Brexit. Really, I'm doing my final project on single markets and the effect of Brexit. But while I was looking at planning for 2017, I had to put into my contemplation, I'm a father to my children. I'm a husband to a woman. I'm a parish pastor here. I'm a general overseer or presiding bishop over several countries. And I have to put it to my contemplation. Every branch of CFT, the major branches that are channels to the nations, haven't known the details of all their reports this year. I have to think about the cost of their operation this year. And I have to think about what the vision could be for them next year. And also the cost of their operation for next year. Then I have to factor into that thinking... What area will I be helping what country? What, how much will a country need from this church here in London to be able to achieve 
their aim for 2017. Haven't discussed with each of the pastors. Haven't been very, you know, you know, conversant with the with the details of their expenditure and income on a monthly basis. So, by the end of the month, what do I do? I asked them for reports. And from their report, I began to look at, if I put six months into that country and have a crusade for, with them, once in a month, by six months, I can get them to get to this level. How much will my, going, my crusade going there will cost here? Because everything is funded from here. What about the ones who want to buy property? How much do they have? Okay, why they would not to buy the property? How much would they need for the mortgage? Can they afford it? And I have to think about how can I, how can I make that money available before their need will come. Alright? Haven't thought about all these branches. Then I have to look at you. How much does the discharge earn in 2016? What about people who are jobless and who got jobs? What about students who are graduating next year or who graduated this year? What about those who, are, who, are, who haven't got jobs yet? I have to factor in individual life in this parish here at New Cross going on in my brain. Then I have to come up with a calendar of a program of how I can share my life together with my LLM I'm doing because I haven't finished yet. I finished my core modules. Of course, my distinction is registered because all the six modules I got distinction. But I still have my project that I will write from January 1. And I still have two <clears throat> modules I will do, the laws of banking and the laws of um, uh, you know, uh, co uh, you know, commercial contracts, which will take me to May. And then my final dissertation will go on till October. Now, haven't thought about all this. Your midweek services is going on here. And I have to be in all those countries. Now, I don't think it's something somebody can wake up early on, for, on 31st and begin to put together. Alright? The Bible says, <clears throat> present your plan, your, present your request before the Lord, and your plans will succeed. So, therefore, if I did not get visions and revelations from God for each parish and each country, what will I write to them at the end of this year as their focus for the new year? Communicating with India, communicating with Germany, communicating with Nigeria, communicating with America, communicating with um, uh, Ireland. Listen to me. Therefore, when I enter a new year successfully, who can hinder it? No man. No devil. The same thing. I will not enter into a new year without knowing the cost of my life for the new year. My bills in my house, my mortgage, what I earn throughout this year. What will I want to earn next year before God? Okay? Same thing with the church. So, if I will pray for this parish, I know what to ask God for. If I will pray for each of the parishes across the globe, I know what to ask God for them. Because I read all their reports. Six churches in India, one in Punjabi, where there have been no church in history, and one on the Himalayas mountain, no church in history. 
Don't you understand that if you go to plant churches where all of them are idol worshippers and there is no church, <laughs> that is when you know whether God is with you. And I have to visit all these people. They have been waiting for me for years. I have been reading. And next year, I am free. At least for a while. So therefore, after a good deliberation with heaven, I got revelations. And then I put this calendar together. Let me say this to you now. If when you look at this calendar, every page of this calendar looks very beautiful, isn't it? I sat down with my designers from October. And went through each page. What should be there. The scriptures that should be there. The focus of the month. What is God saying for each month of next year. They put. Try to interpret my vision. They bring it to me. I said no. Why don't you put this picture. Why don't you put this picture. Why don't you put this symbol. Change the font size of this one. Do this with gold. And do all that. All what you see here. Came from here. It comes from my head. Because. I put down. What I want to do. Okay. Then I prayed to the God of heaven. Then he gave me revelations. He gave me revelations. There are some wasted assets God showed me. Alright? Let me say something to you. Every year in this church, I have a budget on how much this church must save. For this year, what I expected for this church to save as a reserve for this year, which I submitted to the administrators, we achieved it by October. Okay? So what we have said from October, therefore, I can spill over to other churches to help them. These things come because somebody, you take Bible and you leave Bible. That is, you leave the life of what, you are, what is written there. Now with this, can Satan hinder me? Forget it. I planned him out of the way. Why? Because everything I put down here is deliberation with God of heaven. Will they be possible? Correct. Absolutely 100% possible. Do I need to pray for them to happen? Impossible. I don't need to pray for them. Now, will it affect my grade in school? No. It will not. Because when you look at your calendar, you will discover... My major program to Africa <clears throat> and to India, to Belarus Republic, to Nigeria, are in my holiday times. And I don't need to read. All programs from January, I'll be in Greece. February, I'll be in Republic of Ireland. And I'm in school. So, within the period I will go to Republic of Ireland, is three days that I'll be there. That three days, I'm within Europe. I can still continue to communicate with my class and deliver my job. But the danger of going to a continent where I will not be able to communicate with them, I planned it out of my way. Can Satan hinder me? Impossible. So when I pray now, God has something which has been a collaboration between him and me on what he wants me to do when he wants me to go where then God will make provision from heaven for me to succeed in those things. That is how a child of God must live his life. If you live your life according to the pattern of the scripture, you will have few regrets in life or no regrets. A continuous life of regret 
for a child of God, it's consequential to a continuous neglect of the word of truth. Now listen to me, therefore. Why will I say this to you before we go into few verses today? Because that Deuteronomy 29, 29 says, Things that are revealed belong to the Father and to the children. Now God has begun to tell me what will happen in different parts of the world by next year. <clears throat> really, my first meeting, when I step on pulpit in a, in a, in a, a, a Berlin on Sunday, for about 10 minutes, it was just revelations and prophecies about, about nations. You need to get that tape so that you, you recall those things. When God speaks here, God don't change his mind. We are not like the one who said that, I can see the next leader of America... I can see by God is a woman. It was supposed to be a man, but God changed his mind. His own God changed his mind, not the God of Christians. Are we together now? And when God says something will happen, he does not withdraw. Hallelujah, somebody. Uh-huh. <laughs> Therefore, if God can reveal to me, he can reveal to you. That scripture did not say mystery belongs to God and things, be- things revealed belong to prophet. No. He said, things revealed belong to us and to our children. So, if you have missed out this season, without really thinking about what you want of your life for next year, we still have a few days to go in this year. Alright? Make up your mind that you will not be a Christian that goes to church and you have no difference between you and those who don't go. If you talk of blessing, those who are not believers too, they get blessed. Alright? <laughs> if you talk of good health, there are people who don't go to church at all and they live happy and healthy. One thing they cannot have is to hear God. <clears throat> One thing they cannot have is to see the plans of God. You can hear. You can see. You can plan together with God. And you can execute in line with God. Your life, your life is easy. So, within now and December ending, make sure you turn your heart to gain understanding. Let me tell you one more thing. It is possible for you that this week, this year, you did not come to prayer that happens here every day at seven. Once, tomorrow, you can join them because this year has almost ended. Next Monday, in your calendar, is prayer for the week, for the end of year, to Sunday. Next Monday to next Sunday. We will pray from next Monday into the new year. Okay? You know, I've made it simple. New Cross will do their prayer at 6 as they do. Here, Cathedral will do their prayer at 8. 8. Not this week. This week we have 7. Throughout this week. But you know, next week is the last week into the new year. 20 something. Monday, what? And next, the Sunday after is third. Second. Okay, so... To pray from that Monday till the third, when we finish our prayer meeting, which is this following Monday, 
That is the prayer for the end of year, where we'll look only into new year, only into new year for seven days. And that prayer for here, for New Cross will not come here. I've told them to stay where they are. We will do New Cross for them at 6, finish New Cross at 7 to 7.30, start here at 8. 8, not this week. your, Your announcements, don't worry, it was done from my village. It's a for announcement. Why are you laughing? Because sometimes we may use a, what they call a left loosen to write, and some other time we may <laughs> write by fountain pen. Now, whatever the case may be, just correct that. Okay? But this week we are praying our 7 o'clock prayer goes on this week to the end of this week, Friday. And the 7 o'clock prayer finishes. And then following week we're already in the new year. Don't miss it. So, if you have not been faithful in your meetings this, week, this year, change your mind. If you have taken God lightly this year, change your mind. That's what God has been speaking to us. Now, before I move on, let me say this to you. God told me to remind you again, and I love to do that. I'm happy at what the youth in this church are. Very happy. Very happy. I'm very, very happy. A man came to my office, tall and huge. One of the fathers of members of this church with his wife, recently. And when he entered my office, the man just went to the floor, prostrated. He's a Nigerian man, so that's how we greet, you know, elderly or ministers. I said, please stand up, please stand up. He said, let me do that, sir. I said, okay. I receive it. Thank you so much. But please stand up and sit down. He sat down. He said, why will I not thank you and mommy? He said, I go to a different church. And my son came to CFT church one day and came back home and said, all my family must go to CFT church. And I said, look, I belong to this church. Where they live is far. He said, I told them, if you want to go to CFT church, please, you can go. But we will go to the local parish. He said, my children started coming here. He said, the first thing is that we discovered that their life changed. Not four of them. He said, their life changed. He said, then suddenly we discovered that they became so ambitious. He said, my first son just finished medicine. My, second, my son, which is the second one, their twin, is finishing dentistry. He said, my daughter is an actuarist. She has a degree in, you know, as an actuarist, which is a top mathematics. Okay? People who don't know mathematics well don't do uh, uh, actuaries. And he said, my daughter, the baby, is now studying medicine. He said, one day I called my son. I said, why do you go to Christ with Tabernacle? He said, my son said, Daddy, you know that our life has changed. Our behavior and everything have changed. He said, but look, we have been to churches with you since you are, we are growing up. He said, in our life for the first time, we saw a man who preached and he did it. He doesn't tell you to do what he's not doing. 
He said, Apostle told us in the church, all youth go to university. He said, he told all youth, don't settle for first degree. He said, after 10 or some time, suddenly Apostle himself went back to university. He said, when Apostle went to university, myself and my, senior, uh, my, my brother, they are twins, he said, we call ourselves that. Ah, if this man, he doesn't need it, and he's going back to university, ah, we must. So we decided that you will do medicine, I will do dentistry. He said, the, the children told him that one of the things that motivate them is that that man of God in CFT does not say what he tells you in the Bible, you see it happen. What he tells you to do, he does it. He says, so why should we not stay there? Where will, who, who, where will we go? Who is the person who will do the same thing to us? So the father said, he said, okay, then stay there. At least your life is changing. And recently, he had a meeting with his old friends. His old friends. One of them said, you are a very lucky man. Because this one's son went to jail. This other one's daughter went to prison. This other one, and they began to mention the one in drugs, the one in this, the one in that. He said, but all your own children are successful. He said, we praise you. And he said, I told them, I don't know anything about it. It is Christ's faith tabernacle. That's what he says. Listen to me. I told some of you on Friday. When we came to this country, we didn't have anybody to tell us the distinction between left and right. With, with the degrees we had before we came into this country, we made up our mind to read more. Okay, so that we can have degrees in this country as well, which we did. But we didn't know, we didn't have the knowledge you have today. The first day, somebody earned 18,000, we celebrated, and I was the one as a land surveyor. Then my 18,000 moved to 25,000 within one month. We really, like, killed goats. Okay, and everybody moved. Because the oil poured on the head, Close to the collar. But today, my youths are talking of jobs over 100,000. Youths in this church. A good number of them are earning over 50,000, over 65,000. Youths in this church. Listen to me. People who have left university, within five years, they are earning over 75K. Now, some of them are now plugging into over 100,000 pounds. Youths. People before 30 or before 35, from 25 to 35. And it's not one, it's not two. And when one sees the way, he tells all others. One sees the right way to go, he calls all others and he tells them. They carry one another on the wing together. Okay? Nobody, nobody, nobody is selfish about information. Nobody wishes any other person to go backwards. They move together. They share together. And they are pressing forward together. That impresses me. I told you, every one of you who are in career, I want you to rule over this nation in your profession. Yesterday I was with the, the ushers in dinner. 
And then I moved my chair and went to sit with one of the doctors in this church, who is the elder one. And I said to him, tell me what about your research? Because I knew he was doing research. I said to my doctors, don't be a doctor that will just be working in hospital. That is not good at all. If you could graduate as a doctor in this church, you work in hospital just to get your basis and get your practicals and get your practice. Go beyond that so that you can be one of the medical council of Great Britain. Those who take decisions over doctors. Go beyond that into research so that you can invent something. If a person who has Holy Spirit does research about the cure of cancer, he will have visions and revelations and he will cure it. So that your medical practice can be tangible to humanity. And I was so glad when I asked him, he began to tell me the research he did before, what he discovered. And I said to him, now you are now working with that research. Because you can, when you be a doctor, you can do a PhD in medicine. Okay? He was saying to me that, Tuki, what he decided to do next is that, he said that you told us that we should rule the medical council. He said that I began to look. How can I be? How can I penetrate that section? And he said, I found a course on medical ethics and law. Oh, wow. If I do this with my medicine, then I can go into that sector and I can become a ruler. Yeah. He said, that's what I'm doing now. I'm going to do that now. I said, good. When you finish that, you must invent something. I told him. Do that. You be in that authority. Then set your heart towards the research you have done until you invent something out of that research. Because hidden things belong to God, things revealed belong to us. And he said to me, Dad, I will do that. I trust him he will deliver it. I want to stand in television and call my members to my TV program and let them know in the nation, this is the man who, who discovered this. Let's talk about your discovery. That's what I'm going to do. These youths who have breaking records in the new year, I'm bringing them to my television program and interviewing them. So that this nation will know that especially black kids are not just frustrated souls and hooligans in this country. There are black kids who said are correct. It's only in God. Through Jesus Christ alone. Through Jesus Christ alone. I will take you places. I guarantee you. God had put our leg in the heart of their operations. They can't take it out. Alright? Somebody open the door. You stand at the door. Others will pass. Are we together now? Therefore, let me say this to you. Keep it in your heart. Hidden things belong to God. Mystery. But things revealed belong to who? Belong to me and... I can't hear you. Oh, somebody is saying that. Apostle, what are you saying? What I'm saying is that God made you for a purpose. That is the theme of this morning. God made you for a purpose. Purpose. Now, let me take you through some few scriptures in 10 minutes, and I'm going to stop. Mm. It's a privilege to talk with you. Blessed are those who speak, and blessed are those who, what, who hear. Look at the book of Acts, chapter 7, verse 17. It says, At the time drew near for God to fulfill his promise, 
to Abraham, the number of our people in Egypt greatly increased. This is scripture we have been looking at for the past few weeks. Then another king who knew nothing about Joseph became ruler of Egypt. He dealt treacherously with our people and oppressed our forefathers by forcing them to throw out their newborn babies so that they will die. Verse 20 says, shall we read it together? At that time, stop, read it again. Say the song beside you, you are not an ordinary child. Say it again, you are not an ordinary child. All the instructions I'm giving you are instructions given to people who are not ordinary. Look, look at me. What God had made of me, you are in it. You didn't hear what I just said. <laughs> what God had made of me, you are in it. Okay? God had taken me to heaven several times. You can go better. God gave me this open vision. You can see more. God has prophesied through me. You can prophesy more. Nothing happening in Asia is surprising to this church. God had told you what will happen in Korea. He had, since 19, 19, 1992 and uh, 2002, 2003, He told you what will happen in, 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 in uh, all these Muslim countries that are happening now. He told you about the currencies of the world. He told you about the value Nigerian currency will be devalued to when it was not even devalued at all. Come on now. Everything God has been doing through me, are you with me now? He will do through you. There is no difference between I and you. It has nothing to do with office. It has nothing to do with anointing. It has to do with obedience. Simple obedience. Turning your heart towards God only. I told you my youth, no social life. You don't need it. It's a waste of life. No social life. You don't need it. Social life will not earn you a, holy, a good holiday for your family. Okay? In this church, I told the youth, book, read, and serve God. Read, and serve God. Read, and serve God. In a few years' time, you will laugh at the storms. Come on now. Hello? The Bible says Moses was born at a troubled time because he was not an ordinary child. Look, 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 look. Let me just give you a few scriptures. We'll look at it in the way better. The things that we're going to be looking under this, that you are made for a purpose. One, God has a plan for you. Number two, God's plan for you is good. Number three, you are not a mistake, even if you are mistakenly born. Maybe when they conceive you, your father does not want the, the child to live. And your mother decided that you will live by force. Out of argument that it's not my child, it's my child, you were born. Maybe your father even left you when you were young and abandoned you and went away. They could make mistakes, but you are, you are not a mistake. You didn't hear what I said.
Number three. Number four. Yes. Number four. God has a plan for you, number one. God's plan is good, number two. You are not a mistake, number three. And God has not changed his mind about you till today. Look at the book, therefore. We treat the first one. That is number five, is it? Number four. Number five. His plan will surely come to pass. Write it down. God has a plan for you, number one. God's plan for you is good, number two. You are not a mistake, number three. Then number four is, God has not changed his mind. And number five is, his plan will surely come to pass. I will talk more about it in the week, but let me help you with this, because I'll finish as I've said. Jeremiah 1, 4 to 5. It says, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nation. Now understand this. God has a plan for you before you were created. The plans that God has for you is not because of anything than the fact that God is a master planner of this universe and he had created each person for a particular purpose. But unfortunately, not everybody discovered their purpose before they die because of all the abuse in the world. The devil will attack you. Friends will try to shipwreck you. Uh, You know, men, flesh, war against you. Therefore, it is important for those who serve God to know that with God, your purpose in life can be accomplished. Because God never changes plan. God never changes plan. Let me help you understand. This scripture was written to a 17-year-old boy. Jeremiah, he was 17 when God spoke this to him. But are you not amazed that Moses was 80 when God spoke to him too? 17-year-old boy, God talked to him. He said, look, boy, I know my plans that I made concerning you. Before you were, were conceived, I knew you. I have set you apart for a great work, for greatness. Okay? Then, he went to another man at the age of 80. And he was in the burning bush. He had the voice of God. Okay? For the same mandate. Listen to me. So, either you are young or you are old, it has nothing to do with destiny. If you discover your destiny late, then you will live longer. Because Moses discovered his destiny late, and his destiny should should span for 40 years. So, God added 40 years to his life. At 80, he led a whole nation as the president and commander-in-chief of the whole force of the nation, led them through wilderness through nations to the promised land. Therefore, don't be fed up of yourself or be frustrated about your life. There is still hope for you. There is hope for you. We'll talk more details about that. The second thing, God's plan for you is good. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, For I know the plans I have 
towards you or for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Listen to me. Look at someone beside you. Tell him there is a future for me. I don't like how you are talking. Say, I have a future. I have a living hope. God has not given up of me. Hey, look. He said, I know the plans I have towards you. Declare the Lord are for you. Plans to prosper you. Plans to prosper you. Plans to prosper you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. What about the times that we derogate from God and we suffer? God permitted it as a plan. When you live God's way, God will allow you to suffer. Because you know suffering will bring you back. None of us here don't have the story of that. We all have the story of it one time or the other. But listen to me. That is the reason why for you who is hearing me today, why accept to apply for suffering when you can avoid it? By obeying God. I was saying it on Friday that which one is easier, to sin or to live a righteous life? I mean, people normally say, ah, to sin. No, to sin is harder. It is harder. Because, number one, when a Christian decides to sin, you lose your peace. Eh? You will be under torment, 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 psychological torment, emotional torment. Then depression, all matters of things will come. They say, ah, you know, the Bible says to the, to the youth, remember the Lord thy God in the days of your youth, when evil day has not come. And some other youth came to you and said that, you have to seek knowledge some other place. You, you know, you can't just be stereoscopic. You can't just be scoping stereo. And then you follow them. They will lead you to the place whereby every devil on, on, on earth, when they see that they have taken you away from fellowship, they begin to attack you. Attack your leg, attack your head, attack your body, attack your mind. You won't even know what is going on with you. But the seed is inside you that you don't belong here. You don't belong here. You don't belong here. After you suffered very well, that seed will become big and you will start coming back. But you can avoid unnecessary torture and punishment. Because that time that you derogate, others who are with God have moved ahead. Listen to me. God's plan can never hurt man. So sin is hard. Because of the consequent, immediate consequence of that disobedience. And the lasting consequence of disobedience to God. Righteousness is easy. Because the moment you enter into obedience to God, you start to enjoy peace. You start to enjoy prosperity. Life easy. Promotion easy. You won't pray for blessing and it will come. Because the Bible says prosperity is the reward of righteousness. Listen to me. God has a plan for you. It is a good plan to prosper you, not to harm you. It is a plan to give you hope for the future. What about if you have left God's ways and you are suffering? Look at the book of Ephesians chapter 1 verse 11. You can't forget it. Ephesians 1 11. Ephesians 1 11. Ephesians 1 11. It is tantamount to Romans chapter 8 verse 29. Look at this very quickly. Shall we read together? In him we were also chosen, having been predestined according to the plans of him who works out everything in conformity with the purpose of his will. 
God is working behind it. But we can avoid unnecessary suffering by just being faithful to God. And make our way smooth. That's what God wants Christians to be. Not Christians by mouth, but Christians indeed. <laughs> I think my time has five more minutes. Let me show you this. You are not a mistake, number three. I will teach you these things deeply within the week. You are not a mistake. If you look at the book of, of, of Genesis 16, there was a boy called Ishmael there. The story about Ishmael was that God made covenant with Abraham. Abraham was getting too old, and the wife wanted to do a quick fit. Like some of you want to do shortcut sometime, and then it's a dead end, isn't it? It happened like that to you before. I can't hear you. Why are you looking at me like that? It happened to me too. Dead end. I can go shortcut. And shortcut, what should take you? Two years. Shortcut is taking you four years. You haven't got it. Hello? You remember I told you in this house before there are some people who do diploma here, diploma here, diploma here, diploma here. A waste of life. Instead of you to go to university and go get a degree, if you get the degree, you cannot do any diploma. But you didn't do a degree. You went out of A-level. Oh, if I do this diploma and that diploma, I will be earning 17000 Well, the person who went to the degree may not be able to earn more than 12000 But you only need to wait for five years, both of you. He will be the one instructing you. And you have to listen to him. Though you are more brilliant, there is no shortcut. I will together now. So if you look at the scripture, there are four. The Bible says, Abraham, the wife of Abraham called Abraham and said, why don't you take my servant? So he took the servant. He said, give me child through my, my servant girl. And then, Agai became a mother. And gave birth to Ishmael. If you look at that scripture, the moment Agai became a mother and gave birth to Ishmael, she forgot that she was a slave. And she now started telling her, her boss, what, what do you think you are really, by the way? Both of us are wives in this house. So the woman, the, 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 then Sarah went to Abraham and said that, look at this girl. Because I, I called her to come and eat. Don't you see people do that in church? You didn't understand what I said. I spoke in tongues. You appoint some people and give them authority of power, they become Frankenstein. Before you know it, they are even more than you. Even in your office, you recommended the promotion of somebody. And the person who is not going behind that, they should remove you so that you can come up to your position. No be so. So, it is normal for human beings without the Holy Spirit. So, whatever happened, the husband said, it's your servant. We can do anything. So she kicked her out. Now let me help you understand something. When she kicked her out, then God came, interestingly, and told her, that child that you gave birth to is not a mistake. Okay? You may make mistake to give birth to this child. <clears throat> okay? Because God's ordination is that if there is intercourse and God blesses it, life must come out of it. It may be an intercourse of a prostitute. 
if a prostitute, God blessed that womb, and a baby came out of that womb, who does not know his father? That baby has a destiny by God. God does not treat that baby different from the one born in a legitimate home. God does not legitimize evil. Okay? That boy was born out of mistake. She, the mother was cast out. Okay? So she's suffering for her blunder. But God still has a plan for the seed. Come on now. You may not be silver spoon fed. You will feed yourself with golden spoon. You didn't hear what I said. Yeah? But you know something? And God now told the destiny of that boy that he would be nation because God has covenanted with the Father. So, your life that you are having now may be a result of a mistake. But I want to tell you, you are not a mistake. God has a good plan for you. What about Jabez? Jabez's story is very, very small in the Bible. And I stop in that Jabez story. The rest we'll do in the week. If you look at the book of First Chronicles chapter 4, 9 to 10, that's all that talk about Jabez. He said Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had, had named him Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Okay? Verse 10. Jabez cried out to God of Israel, Oh, that you will bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm, so that I will be free from pain. And God did what? Granted his request. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Jabez. There are many lectures about Jabez. But this is what, you know, I see in the scriptures. Jabez was not, he didn't commit any sin to be given a name that is a curse. The mother cursed him. Okay? Okay? Now, because the mother suffered pain, who knows what pain? Maybe the child came out with hand and they pushed him back. He came out with leg. They pushed him back and stuff. But the mother, Travis, almost died during labor. So, the mother now named that child affliction. The word Jabez means affliction. In another word, God has afflicted me. But because that boy's name means affliction, human beings don't want to do anything with affliction. When they call your own name, grace, they call you peace, they call you victory, they call you mercy. And from a kid, you, you can imagine a boy, they call him pain. At the, at the beginning, he wouldn't understand. Affliction. When he grew up, he soon recognized that nobody wants to be his friend. Nobody wants to go with him because people have this belief also that if you are a friend of affliction, affliction is not far from you. You are a friend of a cursed man. You are not far from curse. So everybody will just leave him alone. But the Bible says that in stature, he was so impressive. Smart. But to no avail. Nobody wants to employ him. How can you employ his staff and you call him affliction? Affliction. Even sometimes you won't like to even call that name. 
So he became contrary to his destiny. But that tells you that maybe situations happening in your life right now that is contrary to the divine plan of God for your life. Because of a circumstance that you are in. If you look at this man, the name, because it is not the name, you know, like something, okay? But it is the circumstance that surrounded that definition. Okay, because I've seen some Christians who change their name from uh, when they get born again from Muslim to Christian name, or their name was either worshiper and stuff, they change it. And some people have written volumes of books that that name has effect over you. No. Hebrew tells me in chapter 8 that that name does not have effect. I will talk about that next week. Okay? What have effect and what does not have effect. Alright? But the fact is this. God allowed that story to help you and I understand that there is no situation that can face you if you can turn towards the God of Israel. God didn't change his name, mind you. But God changed his circumstance. There is nowhere in the Bible that tells you that Jabez's name was changed. No. And Jabez did not pray to change his name. No. He understood that he had been deprived of blessing. So he asked God, bless me, bless me. In that name, God blessed him. In that name, destiny was born. In that name, destiny was changed. Listen to me. God... Though you may, be a, you, may, you may be born out of mistake, but you are not a mistake. God's plan for you has something to do with the, with the, with the family you were born in. You, maybe your parents are terribly wicked. It doesn't mean that you should be wicked. It's a choice. It's a choice. Your parents don't serve God. It doesn't mean you should not serve God. It's a choice. It's a choice. Oh, in my family, they are always miserable. Nobody succeeds. You can succeed. It's a choice. It's a choice. Oh, everybody at the age of 41, they are men, they are firstborn, die in my family. That is them who die. You don't have to die at 41. You have joined yourself with Christ. You don't need to pray against it. If you pray against it, it's because you believe it. If you believe it, you disbelieve God. Are we together now? You only need to join yourself with God. There is a destiny for you. There is a hope for you. Which doctors don't know the plans of God? No Satan can access the archives of God to know the plans of God for you. The only thing that can give you the plans of God is the Spirit of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. It is by the Holy Spirit of God that you and I can know the plans of God for us. It is by the Holy Spirit of God that you and I can accomplish the plans of God for our lives. So therefore, I say to you, you are made for a purpose. Let's stand up on our feet. I want you to thank God, okay, for your life. When I look at you, I see success for tomorrow. You didn't hear what I say. When I look at you, I see power for tomorrow. Do you know that Samson is a very slim man? You know, Samson of the Bible who pulled the pillars apart. He is a very insignificantly slim man. Okay? And God chooses things like that. David was a short man and very, very tiny. And he, he won battles. He, he brought Goliath down. 
Are we together now? It is not how big you are. It is how big your God is. Lift up your voice and begin to thank God for yourself. Thank God for yourself. Thank God that you are born for a purpose. I can't hear your prayer. Somebody say, God, I thank you. God, I thank you for me. If you don't know what to thank God for, thank God for Apostle Williams. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father, I cannot be overcome. I cannot be defeated. I can never fail. I am born to succeed. I am the express image of the living God. I am a brother of Jesus Christ. The son of the Most High. Lift up your voice and thank God. I thank you, my God, for giving me eyes to see. I thank you for giving me heart to understand. Thank God. Thank you for your plans for my life. Thank the Lord. Bless you, Lord, for my life. Thank God for the knowledge of salvation He's given you. For there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Begin to declare into the new year. I thank you, Father, for the plans you have for my family in this new year. As I enter the new year, your glory shall come upon me. As I enter the new year, your favor is waiting for me. Your mercy is waiting for me to understand. My name shall be a, a, a name to be reckoned with in the kingdom of men and before the holy angels of God. Begin to thank God for the promises waiting for you to be fulfilled. Lift up your voice and give God praise. Anything that cannot overcome Jesus cannot overcome me. Thank God for the knowledge of the truth that you have received. Thank God for the insight that He has given you in this house. Oh Lord my God, I thank you because you did not abandon me. You did not abandon my soul. He says, For I know my plans I have towards you. Plans not to hurt you. Plans to give you hope and bring you to an expected end. Celebrate the word of God. The world is about to see a move and a manifestation of the hand of God. It's through you. It is through you who believe. Begin to bless the Lord. My life shall be for sign and wonder as I enter to the seventeen. My household shall be a, a story to be spoken of. A testimony before men. I shall not be a byword. As for me and my household, we shall shine like the stars of heaven. Succeed in everything we lay our hands on. My name shall be decorated with success. The power of God shall be my garment. Out of your spirit, speak to your life. Hey! It shall be a, a year of my standing. A year of my transformation. 
Father, 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 I bless you. Begin to declare the Lord will single me out among many. In the new year, I will be a vessel unto honor. I will be a vessel unto glory. I will be a sign unto this age. Declare the Lord will use my lips to reveal mysteries that are hidden for ages. In my career, I will be singled out with extreme knowledge, outstanding wisdom, ability that transcends human understanding. I enter into a year of transformation. Everything about me shall be transformed in the new year of 2017. Yes, the word of God will ever be fulfilled in my life. The Bible says that you and your seed shall be for a sign and a wonder. I shall be for a sign and a wonder. King of heaven, I bless you, I bless you. I bless you, I bless you for your word that is sure. Glory be to your holy name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Everyone that is under the power of Satan, you are set free in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Anyone that has been chained by the enemy, I command every chain to be broken in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Whatever be the manifestation of Satan in your house, by the power invested in the name of Jesus, I overthrow them. The tables of money changers in your life, I destroy by the power in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The Bible says the Lord Almighty has sworn. Surely as I plan, it shall be. As I purpose, it will stand. I declare, the plans of God for your life shall be. The purposes of God for you shall stand. For the Lord Almighty has proposed. And who can thwart it? Everything working against the plans of God. I decree by the word of God that they are destroyed. He says his hand is stretched out. And who can turn it back? As you enter the new year, the hand of God shall be stretched out over you. Every hand that has been stretched against you, by the power of the hand of God, it shall be withdrawn. Every decision that has been made over your life, that is not in line with what the Bible says, they shall be revoked before the end of this year. If anybody has changed, as you have come here today, by the power and the blood of the Lamb, you are set free. By the power and the blood of land, you are set free. Your bodies are lifted up. The yokes are broken. Your body is lifted. Your body is lifted off you. The yoke is broken. Every spirit of confusion. The Bible says the strangers shall be weary. They will run out of their hibernation. I command confusion, run out in the name of Jesus. I command depression, run out in the name of Jesus. Deception be destroyed in the name of Jesus Christ. As heaven had planned, so shall your life be. You who have sorrow, you will sorrow no more. You who have been disappointed all your life, you will be disappointed no more. Your life enters into the realm of appointment every time. For the Bible says everything you shall lay your hands on shall prosper. It says you shall be head and not be tail. Deuteronomy 28:13. It says you will always be on top and never be beneath. 
If you are being beneath, begin to rise up to the top. If you are being beneath, begin to rise up to the top. In the book of Exodus 23 verse 25, it says, Worship the Lord your God. His blessing will come upon your food and water. I command the blessings of God upon your food. I command the blessings of God upon your water. It says, none will miscarry in your land. I command every miscarry to cease in the name of Jesus. He says, I will take away sickness from you. Every sickness in your body, in your mother body, I command it to zip out in the name of Jesus as of Nazareth. Every cell of your body, I command it to respond to healing right now. He says, none will cast their young. Every plan of untimely death, I break the power in the name of Jesus. You will live your full lifespan. You will live your full lifespan. In the road of judgment that will pass through the earth next year, you shall not be partaker of it. In the sword of judgment that will pass through the earth next year, you shall not be a partaker of it. The protection of God in the land of Goshen shall be over you and your household. In the blessings of God, in the rising of the sun that will come in 2017, that will be your portion. Like the rising sun shall you arise. Like the scorching heat that cannot be hindered, so shall you grow. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Those of you who have lost your first love, receive it back. Father, we bless you. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. I can't hear your amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven. Hallelujah forevermore. Turn the song beside you, at least two people, and congratulate them in the name of Jesus. Make sure you go to your right and turn to your left. Turn to your back. Turn to your back. Turn to your back.